0: Why would you look outside yourself when you have all of the world inside? Welcome to Hot Takes, where you get a sneak peek into this week's Patreon-exclusive interview. In today's Hot Take, I ask Kevin Maken's, pastor of Eucharist Church in Hamilton, Ontario, how he's personally approached the issue of money and the church. Enjoy. I have a particular way of talking about money that I don't know is the right way or the best way or the way to get the most money, certainly. But um, it's a way that alleviates my insecurities about talking about money, um, which is I just talk about it. Like, no games, no floof, no manipulation. I try to just talk about it. So I I don't know how it works as well when you have big things you have to do. Um, So, like, we for our building, we had to fundraise... um, we fundraised $100,000 for the down payment and initial renos, which was a $50,000 grant that would match up to 50000 in giving. So we made a video, and it was all kind of fun and exciting. And we were like, we're buying this old building. Would you give to it? And it was a little more rah-rah. And we have a fundraising team at the church that tracks donors and does a lot of that stuff, so they're a little more on that. But when we started our church was kind of the, the main time I had to figure out funds. And we just decided... From early on, that we wanted to break the fear and kind of uh, assumptions of people's heads that churches want your money. Like that's kind of like that thing that's in people's heads. So we decided we're never going to pass a plate. We don't do an offering during the service. We don't even remind people about money most services because most of the people that give during a service are going to empty out 10 bucks in their pocket um, or, you know, give because they feel guilty once or twice. And it's just like, that's not even sustainable, right? So we might be changing the way we're perceived by any guest for 30 bucks a week. But if we just, no one's stupid in my church. These are smart, wonderful people. They know that if they want me to do this work on behalf of our community, I need to be able to pay for my kids' dental and schooling and my mortgage. Like, they're not dumb. And they all have jobs. They make money. And they say, look, we go to work. And we ask you to do stuff to equip us to be the church. We're not afraid to pay you for it. Um, We just don't want it to be manipulative. Uh, So what we did kind of early on was uh, the first Sunday I went up and I just said, hey, we have no money. We had a grant from our denomination for like enough money to buy a projector and some speakers and to pay for the first month or two of rent in a tiny factory uh, by Gage Park in Hamilton, which is where we were meeting. We had about 30 people hang back after our first service and I just said yeah we, we don't have any money uh, so if you want this to be a church we just need everyone to start giving right away and uh we want you to give you know the kind of model we would use which is loosely kind of loosely scriptural is you know give regularly give sacrificially and give with a glad heart there's kind of three New Testament teachings that that wrap that up um, including Jesus saying where well, your money is your heart's going to be So if you love this and you want to see this happen, we need you to give. In the Old Testament, the norm for that is is 10%. Um, We think that's a fine number to kind of aim towards or a fine number to start at. But we ultimately want you—we'd rather have you pray and discern this and give out of of what you feel is sacrificial and joyful and regular. Um, And we just said whatever we have is what we have. And that will affect the scale to which this church can exist. But if that's $2,000 a year— we're just going to be a scrappy, tiny church, and, and I'll have to work entirely somewhere else, and that's that. If it's 100000 a year, I'll quit my job, and you know, if that's what we discern we should do, and we'll, we'll, we'll grow in those ways. So in the first year, I think our budget was like $12,000 or something, because we were 23. I was 23, and I was one of the older people. Wow. But we just said we don't care how much. God can handle the number. We care about the posture. We want everyone giving if you care about this church, and we expect that. We don't care if that's two bucks a week or two thousand a week. I have a preference, but we don't really. <laughs> yeah. But we don't. But really, I don't because if, if the two thousand person a week had to move and join a new church, they might actually decimate our budget by having it so one sided. So I don't really care. I just want everyone to give, and whatever God gives us, we'll use. So when it was twelve thousand, I worked bivocationally vocationally, and I worked for five years at a group home, night shifts, full time. Um, it was sleep shifts, so I could sleep for most of the shift, um, and I worked forty hour weeks but we actually made it on paper. We worked out the number and said, okay, I work technically, I work 10 hours a week and I volunteer 30. Um, But that also means I have the right to pull back those 30 if it's not sustainable for me and my family. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's where we're at. So expect about 10 hours of work from your pastor. um, And as it grows, it'll grow. And then over the years, it was, the budget was 20,000, 35,000, 50,000. Eventually the, the elders, you know, we set up an elders board and, and kind of slowly built structures And the elders board said, hey, we want you to go full time. We don't want you to work two jobs. We want you to be able to be focused on this and we want you to be free to do so. And so they said, we're going to pay you full time. Um, And then they said, we're going to give you benefits because we we want you to be taken care of like we're all taken care of by our jobs. You know, anyone with a a decent job in our church said that. And even those that didn't have a decent job said just because I can't get a good job right now doesn't mean I don't want one for my friend and pastor. So, you know, if you've got a church full of good people. <laughs> they, they want to take care of you, which makes me all the more grateful and and wanting to give my very best. So then eventually I, I you know quit my job and uh, worked full time at the church and got benefits and, and that was amazing. And then they said, we want to hire another pastor and we brought her on and um, knew we had to have a baseline amount and said to her, well, how do we make it work with your schedule and this amount of money we have? And now our budget's like $250,000 a year. Mm. You know, which, you know, maybe it'll be 10 again after COVID. I don't know, but so far people continue to give faithfully. So I'm really of the mindset of like a no bullshit approach to money. Jesus talks about money a lot. We are bad at it, but we don't need to be. As long as we're not trying to guilt people with like, if you don't give, you're not part of the family or Jesus doesn't love you. You know, that's all manipulative crap. But if we're just saying this, of course it matters. And we expect this if you care about this. And, and I'll often say when we do the odd money update, if you're a guest here, please, you can zone this out. You know, you're our guest. Come eat a meal at our table. But if you're a part of this, then we expect you to give. And we're not going to micromanage you, but we trust that the spirit's going to convict you well. And when we do our annual kind of you know report, we do quarterly reports at town halls, bring up money then. And we do, uh, at the end of the year, twice a year actually, we'll send out giving updates on how people have given. And at the end of the year, we say, you know, in this envelope is the amount that you gave this year to your church. Thank you so much for giving. Um, We want to invite you to treat this as a spiritual exercise and to open it up and to see how much you gave this year. And if you feel a tinge of disappointment or grief or something in your heart, we just invite you to hold that before God and ask what he's teaching you with that. Um, and if you look at it and feel proud that you were able to support in this way, then be thankful that God gave you resources this year to share with us. And we thank you either way. So we try to leave it entirely in the Spirit's hand um, and to have an emotionally healthy, non-anxious posture towards it. And I can't, like, maybe our budget could be 500000 if we pushed harder. But I don't want to make this a game. You know, I want a healthy community. And at least at this point, we have found talk about money in just straightforward, honest, open ways. Yeah. The Brian Priest is a social media free podcast, so any word of mouth recommendations you could make to your friends and family about this show would go a long way. Looking forward to seeing you next time. Say, why would you look outside yourself when you have all of the world inside?